0: What up, world? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jay Vaz, from the Jay Vaz Show.
1: Krim from Krim's Crib. Young Easy, and we got young a, down. Man. We got now, a we were young Ace you A Sound Legend. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, we we'll giving oh, a intro. Hey, and the man finally got him here. Young Easy, the Young A Sound <laughs> Legend. Young, young Easy, what's up, man?
2: Going down. I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's a blessing to be here, 2021, especially with all the deaths that happened 2020. Yeah. It's going down. It's a blessing to be here, man. start the New Year's good with a good interview. Going down,
1: yes, sir. Alright,
0: man. So we appreciate you making time for us, bro. Yeah, you know, I know you're
1: busy. You got a lot of you probably got people trying to pull you in all kinds of corner directions sure. right now. So I know if you, for you to make time for us is we appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? No problem, man. No problem. You know, so shit, sure, man. Let's jump into it. Right? Yeah, we didn't. We uh, when we were t- thinking about talking with you, obviously we're already fans. I was a fan of the music. I've been listening to the music a lot. You know what I'm saying? I think I got. I think uh, the one that. I think uh, the one you did with Eternal was the one that I first saw you on. The right? Eternal, which one is that one? Which was Eternal, the uh, Stuck In My Way? Stuck oh, In My Way. yeah, that yeah. One. Mr. Never Die. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Yeah, Never Die. Yeah, you yeah, keep calling him Eternal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, so yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, this dude's dope. And I kept wanting to see. And then I saw you freestyling on a, what old school beat was it? Was it Biggie? What was it, that beat you did, man? It was an old beat. Like some 90s. Uh, oh, shit. that uh that was that uh that quiet storm. The quiet storm mob D. And then that was it. I was like, nah, mm-hmm. this nigga here, dog, he you know what I'm saying? He he's fucking with this old shit, my shit, my time. For I sure. said, nah, man, that's tight. I I love to see that. So then after that, then you put out that then I started following you on Instagram, so I started seeing you promoting this album, and then it finally came out. I jammed it, I love it. I got a bunch of songs on there that I like. Every mm-hmm. time I listen to it, I get another song I like even but more. But I think and Purple
0: Duh. in my fanta is
1: yeah, no The delivery the, that on that. The 4 a.m. and the H, bro. That's man. my
0: shit. 4 a.m. And, nah, yeah, and the yeah, H. Yeah, the 4 a.m. and
1: the H. Yeah, that was dope. That yeah. was dope. And the load, the loads is the shit. The load, too, yeah, the story. Yeah, I ain't going yeah. the load is the shit. You yeah. i saying? I like that life shit. But but mm-hmm. before
0: we get to all of this, let's take it all the way back, man. Start from uh, the beginning. Let's start from the very beginning. Yeah. Y- Young Easy, This this is the only name you've ever had.
2: Yeah, it's crazy too because I like the worst thing and I feel like the hardest thing in the artist to do is like. Trying to find the name, you know, you got through like a whole bunch. Like I was just like, man, I'm trying to find a name like like crazy. And my my friend Astro, we was like, that was like, man, my my brother, man. So and when he got locked down, it was like one verse, he would have it, and then the 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 hook would be me and then him, and then it was just like that. So I was just like, man, he was, I said, man, I, I fuck with young Jeezy and easy. He was like, man, bro, young, easy. I was like, man, that shit just stuck like that and ran with it. And, you know, when he got locked down, I was at a point where I was just like, damn, what do I do now? Because I'm so used to rapping with him. Trying to find your own voice and doing everything by yourself is the hardest part, you know, especially when we would do everything together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or finding
1: that kind of of drive, right? Because usually you got the other dude, yo, let's go, let's write some shit or let's get in the studio. Mm -hmm. And then whenever he's not around, it's like... It's like, what I do now?
2: Yeah, I got to do it for myself compared to not having to worry about do a whole two or three verses. Mm, And then, you know, so it was kind of hard, you know. But, um, you know, I had to keep pushing through to make sure that I wasn't just sitting down. Whenever he came home, he's going to be excited about everything that I've accomplished. Because right when he comes home, we're back in the studio with all the legends he... Wanted to be able to work with was at the fingertips now Whoever I want to call To get them on the track with is nothing You know so
1: What does he say about that Like the people you've been working With when you write And shit Like yo I just did a song With Slim Thug I just did a song He he tripping
2: out He's like Cause back in the day When I was staying right there On Mm -hmm. Elser It was just like You know it was a back room And we had the Wi-Fi Connected from the people that were around right there, so we just they just didn't have no code on it, and we'd just be right there in the back, you know, no AC in the back. It was just like sweat, sweating, and we're just writing lyrics, and and it was just crazy we're jamming the same people we're I'm on stages with, so it felt awesome to be able to do that, them kind of things like that, to be able to collaborate with all the people who were just listening in the back, and then trying to come up with songs, and and then trying to start a a, a fan base. Out of um really nothing because I didn't I only made it to the ninth grade and mm-hmm. um you know a lot of people that rap they got lucky enough to be able to go all through high school then they get to carry their classmates and hey man you know oh so and so is rapping from high school I didn't get the benefit of doing right, that right, I had right. to start a fan base straight out of nowhere you know let, yeah. let me
0: ask you this did did you ever you know going back to that time did you ever Think you were going to, you know, be out here working with these legends or have you ever been a self-believer that you just believed in yourself and you knew it was going to happen?
2: Man, I knew it was going to happen, but it was more like, it was more like, I got to say, it was kind of like, you know, I don't know if you ever watched that movie. uh, What was it? Uh, I think it was called Great Expectations. Was it Great Expectations? It was kind of like that, you know? And it was just like the uh, the way it was, is like, if I already know I'm going to fail, if in my head I'm thinking, okay, it's not meant to happen, you can only fail you know what I'm saying if you're starting from a certain point mm. and you look down and you're like oh, okay cool I can look down and then now nah, I'm starting from the bottom so if I failed it would have been nothing so I just say you know what I'm gonna go with it because I know if I had a chance to be able to say what I had to say in the message then people were just gonna gravitate to it and I already knew that was gonna happen the part is just getting noticed all I knew was let somebody notice me that's it once I get noticed then I'm gonna take it off from there and then sure enough like that's exactly what happened, you know, because I knew yeah. I was saying some, I knew I was gonna say something that was gonna shock the world and be like, damn, he could really rap. So to get up there, it was kind of like a long shot, but I said, you know what? What I mean, the only thing I could do is fail, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I had, to, I had to go hard, man. I said, I'm gonna go extra hard, you know? So
1: that's what I did. What even got you on this path of like, I wanna be a rapper? Like, you know, you could have, like, what even got you to thinking, like, let's go this route? This is the route I wanna man, try. Man, when, when I was young, I was
2: always, my dad was telling me, you know, well, when I was like real, real young, more than he had his S10 truck and we was right there jamming SPM, you know, Wiggy Wiggy and stuff like that. Mary go around, uh, rapping it, reciting the word for word, being so young. So I knew I had it in me, man. And it was just like music's just in my blood. You know, my grandma, she don't even have to sing with a microphone. Whenever the mariachis come, she can, you know, she, has a, she has a nice voice and- you know, my aunt sings, my dad sings, so it was just in the, it was just in, you know. So I yeah. mean, rapping was just something that I've always wanted to do, and it was just there, you know. And and uh, I felt like the way God did it was He put me through everything that He put me through because the story I had to tell was He had to go through all the pain and and everything that He went through, everything that I went through was. For me to tell a story for everybody to relate to and that's what I feel like. So I never be like, man, God, why me? Or get stuck into that mind state, like, man, I got a short end of the stick or I didn't get the cards that I was supposed to be dealt. I run with it, man, and I make it happen, you know? So yeah. that's right. how I feel.
1: So what like what like what like how was the first your first introduction to actually recording something for real? Like actually like getting into a studio or what was the first time you like, you know, cause you you could have the drive, the fire, but then you haven't been you know you know how studio. it is you could rap and freestyle but then when you get on the mic it's a whole different thing laying down some shit yeah like, well,
2: well how that happened was man I was like I say about 13 years old or something and I had a cousin and you know it's just like he was kind of busy you know I guess or whatever it was but he took me to one of his cousins house to go record in the studio and I was saying some I was saying some things on there and I was tripping I was like man I'm 13 years old spitting some some knowledge man so and and after that it was just like something happened where I just never went back over there. So it kinda like was a blow to the stomach, like, man, I wish I can go back to that studio, man. But I always knew and then I would always go to like, you know, Lakewood Church and I remember going over there and I heard one message that stuck out when I was in there, they said, Man, one thing about God, he don't have no time, uh he don't have a specific time for you. God's time is crazy because I remember feeling like, man, look at all these people doing all this and that, and I'm so young at the time. And I was getting trying to see what I was going to do with myself. And uh, sure enough, I heard this message where they said God has a way of just feeling like he's pulling you back. And then he's just going to catapult you past people who've been doing it for a long time. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So one thing is, whenever you see people blessing and doing all this and that, you can't look at it. That's not That's not meant to be your blessings. You got to stay in your own lane and do what you do. Even if you feel like no one's noticing, you got to keep on going because... God God's marking everything. Every time I thought that something was gonna something was gonna happen, man, I ended up passing up people that I used to try to work with bad back in the day. I was like, man, I wanna get down with y'all and then it just never realized they had a star in the group, you know? So I mean, all the short end of the sticks I got now it's a it's the whole Low key turn turnaround. Blessing. It was a blessing, um, man, for sure.
0: Being that you, you are still young, man, how hard has it been if, if it is if it's even been hard to work with all these older legends like for them to give you the respect that they do give you. has that been
2: hard to Oh yeah, man. I got a good story for y'all that nobody knows about. I was waiting to go ahead and drop it on y'all, man. I remember this one time, uh, there was this there was this uh I think it was like a I can't I can't say it was a contest. It's more like a talent show or something. And it was uh for little Kiki. And um one time I went over there and I was like, Man, let me go over there and try it out. I was the only Mexican in there, man. You know, and there was like about forty people. There was so many people that had to split it up in three first rounds. And the first round, you just did a couple songs, and then the judges judged you. So it was three first-minute rounds. And, um, I mean, three, you know, one rounds and stuff. So everybody kept going. There was about five people or ten people to each round. And then the second round is when I came in and I did my thing. I made it, and then I made it to the second round. And then... um, After that, that was kind of like you had to go off of a Southside Lil' Kiki beat, and I went and freestyled off of that. I made it to the last round, and the last round was June 27th. I wrecked off of that, and then Kiki ended up picking me as a winner. And the thing was, if you get picked as a winner, you get a free verse from him. I was like, cool, man. I was super excited, man. I'm finna get a verse with Lil' Kiki, man. I'm excited. This is something big for me, you know, because I worked hard to to make it through all those rounds and stay focused and not let nothing knock me down. So months are going by, you know, first it was days I was being patient, months are going by, I start hitting up the promoter, hey, what's going on? I'm trying to knock this song out with Kiki, like what's going on? So I had hopped on the phone with Lil' Kiki, and uh, he was like, man, look, man, I got, um, what you gonna call I got stuff going on with Ice Cube and the Dog Pound, and I'm, I say, yeah, brother, that's cool and everything, but I mean you know, what's up with my verse, you know, I mean, it's been two and a half months, like, what's up with the verse, and he was just like, man, look, bro, I'm busy, I'm going to get it to you, I'm an OG and stuff, I say, man, I understand that, bro, but it's like, you know, whatever, if if it's a money thing, what's up, I got the money right now, let me sell it to you, cash app it to you, whatever, he was like, what are you even going to do with it, you going to put it on Apple Music, are you going to do this, you going to just put it on YouTube, and I'm just like, bro, I'm going to do something, uh, With it And then um, I remember he did something And we went And it somehow Got to the internet Where You know People were like Man get that boy Young Easy as verse It was a lot of people uh, <laughs> You know Young dudes getting at him And yeah. it was trippy He's like I'm the OG You got these dudes Out here saying I said man look bro You can't blame me For being hungry Because before SUC What it was Y'all was trying to hop on Everything that was going on Y'all hopping on the mic Hey man what's going on I'm little Kiki I said I got that drive Man I'm doing something And I want to I want to Um do something. I'm not gonna just sleep on this song, man. You know. So, long story short, we got into a little uh, argument, you know. And 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 the same day, he ended up giving me my verse because he understood where I was coming from. When you're coming up in the game and having to be hungry for it, you know. I yeah. had to remind him, hey, man. You know, I'm I'm right here. I'm trying to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So imagine if you were quiet. Like imagine if, you if I was quiet. If I weren't banging on the door. Like I probably yeah. wouldn't have still got the verse. Maybe you know? the average nigga would have just. And, you know, tucked the tail between his legs and just kind of walked off and kind of let Kiki push L. him around. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. took the L. Because
2: it's a legend.
1: Yeah, sure. like, like yeah, what am yeah, I yeah. supposed to say to Kiki? But at the end of the day, you're right. We all men. We like, all man, look, bro, I was like, man, look,
2: bro. And what's crazy is because that's not even the worst thing. This is the worst thing. After that, I was the type of person I already knew what it was. You know, we're in the, we're in the game where it's, uh, you know, where it's not too many Mexicans rapping. Yeah. And, and to me... Um, the most love I get is from the blacks. They show me major love. It's the ones that is the Mexicans that be giving me a hard time. I'm like, damn, man. But it's coming up in the game. What I did was I was never scared to spend. The key to this is to never be scared to spend no money. You know, yeah. I wasn't tripping on that. Like, I'll go to a show. Oh, Lil Kiki and them are performing. Okay, cool, man. How much is it to hop on? Oh, $500 for five fits. Uh, for what, eight minutes? And I was like, all right, I'm going to pay that. I done been through the worst in this game and I felt like I was one of the first Mexicans actually to be rapping before there was like a whole bunch of Mexicans rapping. Like I was one of the first ones because I know because I was out there faithfully at every big show that was coming, I was there paying to perform, doing whatever I got to do, even to the point where I'm performing and on the second song they try to cut me off. And I'm like, hey, bro, what's going on? They said, hey, man, the the, the main guy said that we got to go because Kiki's going to come up. I said, man, I don't care who's coming up, bro. I paid for eight minutes, bro. I'm yeah. get, I got a song and a half. So I'm going over there arguing with them dudes, you know, and it's just me and my family at the time. You know, it's just my Uncle Tito, my aunt. And, you know, my dad and we're going to these shows and I'm going straight to the person like, hey, man, I need my money back or something. What's up, man? Like, you're not just going to run over me like that. I'm not going to stay quiet. You got me messed up, bro. Give me my money or or what's up. Run me my money back. The same thing happened. I ended up meeting j Dog at the show three days after that. I, I paid to perform there as well. And that's when I first met j Dog And I had got I was so traumatized by that experience from thinking about getting cut off that I just wanted my whole minutes, um, 15 minutes. And then J-Dog ended up coming after I performed. I said, how much is it to perform in front of J-Dog? They said 150. I said, cool. Went and got the 150, had an ATM in there, gave the dude 160, said, here's a tip for you, bro, just come on. So I started rapping. J-Dog instantly was like, man, bro, you the truth, man. Put his arm around me and said, man, you're going to have to link up with me. And then that's when I ended up meeting J-Dog and, and went to his house and met him and that's where Minus Society came about, yeah. you know. So it was. I, see, since
0: so, so we're here, I have a question because me and him were talking about it, and this is something that we go, you know, Always. since we've linked up, we go back this and forth with like this
1: argument all day.
0: And and we we had a conversation at Clubhouse uh, last night, and you know, the reason we started linking up and we putting together a <laughs> documentary is because we feel like Latinos, Hispanics, Mexicans, whatever, we don't get the respect and we get constantly overlooked, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one of the guys was telling me that, you know, we recently did the top 20 list. We, you know, we, you were on the list and we were told that that title, Latin artist or Latin rapper is holding us back.
1: Right. Like they took it like, you know, why are you? Yeah. I, I like the idea, but why are you throwing Latin Why are you
0: putting Latin on there when, when, you know, we're trying yeah. to get on these other charts. Okay. Right. But you're not. How do you feel about that? Do you do you? Or, feel, why, or,
1: or, or, or don't you think like we shouldn't, like, why should we be like uh, ashamed of the word Latin? we Latin. Like yeah. why is that you? Right to me, to me, this is what
2: I I feel. Um, I feel like it, that's that's a good thing. But I said a lot of people, you know, the thing is they're so worried about competition that they're not even thinking about anything else. So it's like it's crazy because it all goes back to when the f- lists first started coming out. People always I see people get so offended by it, and I've never cared about that like if i've seen a list and there was the one like stay down productions for a long time they didn't post me i'm gonna let the fans talk you're gonna see my name tagged on there so many times that if you don't do it then the fans are gonna keep on doing it and sure enough i made stay down productions a list for the top 20 you know salute to them and and they put me on that list and i was one of the few mexicans and then I, there was people like oh you got put on why didn't they put big tony i'm like see that's the problem Every time something goes yeah. on, y'all want to point what out, about, what about him? What about yeah. that, man? Be happy. True. One Mexican's getting in the door, and then we're going to drag up the other one, and yeah. we're going to make it happen yeah. like that. Because a lot of times, people like to be like that. Oh, what about him? What about this dude? Man, look, man. Just be happy. Because I ain't never once argue with somebody on a thing. Why well, ain't I on this list? All yeah. I said <laughs> was, I'm going to go hard, man, yeah. to the point where you can't miss me. There ain't no, you know, I never try to argue with nobody or none of that. I'm going to let the streets talk. And, and and. and the love I get from there, bro, is, is amazing, man. You know it's, what? And
1: then and then that's that also too probably speaks on the energy, bro, because it's like because it's like let's just say like where you are right now, young easy. I'm I'm saying a rising star. He, mm-hmm. You know you got some good shit going around. You got a good following. You got. Good music, good album, the good beats. You got the right team around. You got the good shit going. And another person that's trying to come up right now might be like, "Man, I'm trying to get at Young Easy. You know, nigga, ignore you know I mean? him. He's too busy. He's, he don't even answer me. He don't. But they don't know that the fucking shit you took to get to there. Man, It
2: was crazy. You know, just like I mean, like last time. Like one thing I'm gonna tell you is, if you're if you're uh, um, if you're one of them people that are um, easily. Um, what do they call that? Offended. Easily, easily offended, easily frustrated, mm-hmm. or like have a, a, a meltdown every time something don't go your way. This is the wrong game to That's get in I because I'm gonna time. tell you, uh, man. With that shit, with that stuff that happened with Kiki, I could have easily been like, man, you know what? I'm not doing this type of thing no more. It kind of, it kind of brought me to the point where I was kind of like scared to invest anymore or invest my time where I'm gonna just do it for myself. But I say, you know what? I always want to work with ESG, so I'm not gonna allow one time to mess me up, you know. So right. I said, let me go ahead and, and contact ESG. ESG is the is the real definition of uh of somebody that shows love. That if you were to um invest with him or do anything with him, and he sees any type of talent in you, he's gonna do what he can. That money that you invest is always gonna come back tenfold. So how that came about. I hit up ESG and I was telling about my situation with Kiki. He was like, Boy, you the truth, man. He said, I mess with you, man. So we had did that old school um, what was it, uh Samo, you know, but it was that um that uh what is it? Uh, I'm a hustler. Yeah but uh, you know that one right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about my dough, all, all about, about and then I put my yeah. I put my pops on it. We freaked it out, switched it up, and, and we sent it to E. And it was crazy because he was like, check your email 24 hours later and it was there. And it was something that I was so with well, Kiki prior to that, two and a half months, three months compared to a 24-hour turnaround. It was like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. So I went and said, you know what? How much for the video? I shot with DZ Mayaki. DZ Mayaki is one of the hardest um video guys that are coming up from my side. I always wanted to do a video with him. At first before we built that relationship, he hit me over the head for the video. I'm talking about like 800 bucks. But I understood, I want to work with you so bad, here it goes boom. Wasn't scared to invest. Hey, what's up E? How much to come to the video? He charged me a fee when it did that. We shot the video. And man, I had luckily friends from the luxury business and they brought out Lambos, they brought out you know, slabs, and it was just amazing, like everybody just coming out and then we seeing I'm waiting on ESG, he's a little late, and all of a sudden, everybody, what's up E, what's up? Man, I've never met E in my life, this is the first time I met ESG, and it's like my aunt and them grew up, I was growing up listening to that, flipping through the neighborhood, I see the flavor good, no, jamming that, and I was just like, damn, this is the man right here in the flesh, and we shot the video. And then um, it was up. It was uphill from there. So it's crazy. Like all the times I felt like I was in the studio putting in that forty dollars to go uh, record every hour, doing all that to the point where it's like, is it even worth it? What are you doing? Like people ain't even noticing what you're doing. And then boom, you make the right investment, and then the next the the same week you're in Goto's office. You know, I'm, that's when I signed with a uh, distribution deal with uh, yeah. GT Digital, and I'm just looking. Looking over the city from his uh his his uh building, and I'm just like, man, this is really going on. And then that same week, we was on Michael Watts. So just from being not nothing going on, and then the, the weekend that you make the song, you're on you're on the radio for a whole month. Uh, some more, you know. So and then ESG would call me every time after. I say, bro, you don't gotta call me. You can call anybody else, and he would always be like, hey man, I'm performing at Screw Fest. I want you to come through and do some more. Boom! I was like, "All right, let's go, man!" And I'm, and that's the thing. So many people are, um, um, so many people are 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 like, "Oh man, I'm not getting enough time." I'll go and buy a whole unit just to perform one verse because he would literally do the verse, and then he'll put his verse on the second. And I had two verses on Samoa. I didn't complain. I took what I had to take, and I put my energy in it to the point where the fans I, I stood out to them, and then that's when I started growing my fan base. Every big show. He brought me to the screw fest twice and I performed some more. And um that's that that's how it was going on, man. I was happy with one verse on a song to get noticed. That's what's crazy. I buy a whole unit just to perform one verse. Yeah. And um I never complained or, oh man, I feel like you should get me more. I feel like I wasn't feeling entitled to nothing. It was a blessing just to be able to perform in front of that many people, you know?
1: I mean, that's just shows like a visionary, bro. Like mm-hmm. you see the future. Like this could get me where this could get me, and not instead of looking at it like you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, you know, a wall here. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you got to see beyond them walls sometimes. Yeah. You feel me? And, like, that just shows a visionary. Like, you're not seeing it as one verse. You're seeing it as this, this thousands, of yeah. thousands of people. Thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. And then the introduction I would get was was crazy. Like,
2: ESG would stop what he's doing right after. Man, I'm going to come through and I'm like, man, that song, the whole crowd. And then... Everybody's out there sweating, crunk, and then all of a sudden, hey man, you know I got I got I got somebody I wanna introduce y'all to man and, and this is one of the hardest essay working since SPM Young, easy. And I'm coming. I'm trying to get through people. And I'm just like, man, this is amazing, man. So it yeah. was like one verse to me, but it felt like that one verse felt like 15, 20 like, was minutes. Headlining. Yeah, yeah, it was like crazy. <laughs> like, it was amazing. So, and one thing I, I've always did it for was after that, I got the attention of some street dudes. And and that's what it all took, you know. And, and I um, shout out my boy Nuno. Um, he was one of the first ones to invest in my show because he seen the potential, you know, and he seen what it was. And, and that was a real good dude, man. And that was like a brother of mine. We we were like real, real tight. We had some thing going on before he got, you know, he got he got locked down. We had this thing going on called CG Promotions. And just because we're a, a rapping and we're doing that, we went to a real expensive building. And they was like, oh, man, you're going to have to have security, porta potties, all liquor license, all this and that. And instead of him being like, you know what, easy, this is a lot, bro. We're already past the $10,000 mark. This is a lot. I don't think that it's worth us doing this right now, bro. I wasn't expecting us to not. We're jumping in head on and not even knowing nothing about nothing. And we go and do this show and he's just like, boom, 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 paying for all this. And I'm just like, damn, bro, you know what? You believing in me meant the most because I done had family members that was talking to him and telling him, hey, do you think EZ's gonna pack out that show? Man, ninety seven nine didn't gravitate to it. Nobody did. We had Youngstar out there, Fit War, JP. We had ESG, J Dog, and man, we had the slabs looked like Skittles, man. It was there was green line, the red line, the yellow line, blue line, all in the parking lot. It was amazing. People would have thought Ninety seven nine through that show and it was all it was all from my boy Nuno believing in me, man. So we packed that show out, and that's when people started noticing, man, this dude Young Easy something, man. And, and that's when I started opening people's eyes that I trust myself, and I believe that if you think that you can you can do something like that, then that's a big thing because it can easily flop. You can go and spend all that money and nothing happened. But one thing about me, I'm not scared to go out there and get my hands dirty. I printed out over a 1,000 flyers. And tickets. And I remember there were some people that was like, hey, you're going to let so-and-so perform. I said, is so-and-so selling tickets? I pulled out tickets. I said, I'm selling tickets. I'm going out here and meeting my fans and selling tickets straight face to face. I said, I'm going to these corner stores and dropping stacks of flyers. And hey, man, can I drop these flyers here? Boom, boom. Every corner store, every taco stand, whatever I can see that I know people go to, I'm all through it. So that's what I feel like in this game. A lot of people want to sit down. There's a difference. When people want to do something, they can sit there and pray on it and sit on it, or you can pray and go out there and get it just cuz just because you pray about it, that don't mean that it's just going to fall in your lap. You got to go out there and make it happen. You can easily get the the you know the cake that you want, but he's going to put all the ingredients, the eggs and everything right there, and it's your job to go and make that happen. Just because he didn't give you the thing right in front of you, he's going to give you all the tools he needs and wants to see you go out there and make that effort to go out there and That's grind true. for it, you know? It's not
1: going to just fall in your lap, yeah. you know? Yep, that's like they say. If uh, uh, if you pray for a table, God's gonna give you some trees, and yep. you got to fucking cut this shit down it, yeah, and build this motherfucker. Make but, it happen. But you know, you'll look and be like, "Why'd you give me a tree? Ask for a table." Yeah, man. like now nah, I gave you the fucking tree. Cut this motherfucker
2: down. Yeah. Do some work. Real, do some work, man. And that's what a lot of people were scared of is the work. And and it was crazy because I remember, uh, man, Nuno, like they're like you know I could. You know, I'm so blessed to be able to have people walk into my life like that, that'll be able to do stuff for me like nothing. Like it was just like, bro, you know, you don't like we 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 homies. But man, family wouldn't even do this for me, man. How 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 is he able to he seen the vision, you know, so we went out there and just because we're so excuse me, not experienced. We ended up breaking even, but still, everybody thought we were going to lose and stuff. No, we broke even for what we spent, you know, and it was crazy because now we knew that we had some power, man. So, and and whenever he got locked down, it was just like anybody I felt like I get close to, they end up getting, you know, locked down. And it's just crazy because I want to do it for them so bad. And when he comes back home, we're going to be on a whole nother platform. That's the drive that I do. Like, you know what? I'm going to go hard. So when my boys come home, they're going to see that nothing in this that he did was in vain. And I'm going to keep going hard. So when they come home, we're on bigger stages and we're on all kinds of stuff. So I done did stuff that a lot of people have on a bucket list that they'll be like, man, if something were to happen, I'll, I'll be content. I done did everything in this rap game that people wish they can do or pray they can do. And I did it. And I just know that God's a God of overflow. And I'm still not done. Every time I reach new goals, I'm not content. I'm like, I'm going to set some new ones. And I done performed at the Texas Hold'em. You know, they done, um, you know, played my little bit of snippet on uh, on Fox 26, Isaiah Factor with DJ Paul. They done announced my name on Fox 26 with the, along with the greats, like, you know, when, whenever we're performing and stuff. And I'm just like, what more can I ask for, man? Yeah. And, and it's just been a blessing and it's been a roller coaster, but... You know, if I say I would do it all over again, you know, a lot of people are like, man, that's a lot of work. I would do it all over again, man. It was yeah. an awesome
1: journey, you know? You know what? But not for nothing, nigga, breaking even 10 grand is not easy. It's not. It's really Straight not. It's really not. Especially for with for no, sure. no backing. Like, nobody picked do that. 10 grand up, to so. break even is
2: still, a lot. Oh, yeah. It's a lot, man. And it was crazy because they were just trying to get us just due to the fact that we're a rap group. And the last rap people that were here, there was like holes in the wall. There was this, there was that. So we got. The the messed, in, messed up end of the stick because they looked at us and 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 did that to us. And it was like we could have easily, he could have, my boy could have been like, man, this is too much, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know if I want to do this. But nah, I showed him, bro. We're going to make it happen, bro. We had the tacos stand out there. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was an amazing day. Everything worked out just how it would. And, um you know, after that, it, it really showed me that a lot of people, I said in my life, I don't want to be. Booked. I don't want to be a, a, a artist that is getting booked. I want to be the artist that does the booking. Like I'm not gonna no longer want to just my goal in life is oh I want to get booked for the rest of my life, man. I want to be a part of setting the stage up and doing all this and doing that. That's one thing. I'm hands on, man. So the recent show we did was a uh, was a uh, Uncrowned King, and it was amazing because my um you know my fiance. Uh Kazare, we were throwing this thing and shit. It was like, babe, let's organize, let's point out, let's do these little bulletin things and do these meetings and all this and that. And in one month, we got we got everything organized. We had DJ Paul, one of the hardest DJs um ever in the game, man. To me, that boy is cold. He's uh he's done did he's the DJ for Isaiah, uh Isaiah Carey. And um, what he did was he gave us a good price. We went out there and booked with DJ Paul. After that, we went and got the club. We got um, Boston George to come out. Um, J-Dog, I keep him in rotation. That boy showed me so much love. So I keep him on every show I do. He's coming with me. So J-Dog, we had who else we had there? We had FTR. We had a lot of good artists. And one thing that nobody's ever doubted me and said, hey, man, I don't think I want to invest with you or do this or do that. All these artists, I'm like, hey man, I got an opportunity for y'all. We're gonna have the cameras out there. My boy was there, you know, Slump Sessions, he was there. It was amazing, bro. In one month, it, the the show was real, real expensive, man. It cost another about 13 grand after the security and everything. This time we made a profit, man. So it was awesome. And That's it was like yeah. <laughs> you know, this time it was like, man, it was cool. And 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 we had over the cause of COVID, it was saying that we had to get have about five hundred people and we had about 100 people um going to call it um we had 100 people what is it called um let me see about 100 people in staff and we had about 500 in attendance so we did good man we yeah. packed the house out it was amazing one month we were able to pack it out you know yeah. you so know, it was you cool.
1: know when you're saying when you're telling all these like stories and stuff and, and you're telling all these these things that were happening There's a lot of, like, it's always like, you know, it seems like you get a lot of backing from all these black artists. Mm -hmm. But, like, did you think you would have got the same backing from a Mexican artist that were popping? What you mean? Like, there's not, like, it seems like. The same support. Yeah, like, the same support that you got from, you're talking about J-Dog, Boston, George, all these people around you helping you with what you're doing or being a part of what you're doing. And they all showing love. But then what if it was the other way around and you tried to go that route, but with all the Hispanic artists that were popping?
2: Um, I feel the same thing nah I don't think it would have been the same like I really honestly feel like the love I got it's been people that when I was coming up it was like the Mexicans is the one that gave me the hard time like oh man he's trying to sound a certain way he's trying to sound black or he's trying I'm like bro I was raised in a neighborhood where it was North Central where we was right next to Fifth Ward. Like we were right next to him. You know, all the schools I went to, Clemente and all them was dominant blacks. My best friend, you know, as long as I could remember back in the day, my first one of my good friends, man, was a was a was a my little black friend, his name was Ricky. Like we was partners man so it's like man what do you what do y'all expect and we're raised up the same way we're doing all the things that we're doing and we pick up a certain type of slang because y'all was raised in a neighborhood full of mexicans that's why y'all talk a certain way but this is where we talk and this is how we live and this is our culture and we embrace it and 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 i'm not gonna apologize for how i
1: sound or what it man i don't i don't try to do this it's just where god placement this is you know this is the outcome i feel that because i grew up in the southwest side of Houston. And you know I was a lot of my friends were blacks and stuff like that in the hood and you know they're black coming up to me like what's up nigga so mm-hmm. then it's like it's just that way it's a term of endearment we would talk so when people try to tell me like man you say nigga I'm like dog that's how we always talk yeah, it's not offensive. we don't yeah.
0: speaking of that we uh, uh, yeah. we we're, were talking and and this guy from from Cali from from California oh,
2: those are the worst. he's
0: yeah he's he's an <laughs> AR, he's an R out there and he was also saying he's like what what's holding well first he said to compliment Texas artists He's like, if a Texas artist has Texas, they don't need shit else. Yeah. Like, Texas is so big, they can give a shit if they get love from Cali. Yeah, we go Cause platinum
2: right here in this city, it, man. Yeah.
0: So so his thing was, though, he's like, but one thing that is holding Texas artists back is the
2: N-word. And, and what's crazy about that is because, man, I remember when J-Dog, like, was one of the first artists that really showed me love. And then one other thing I'm going to say is, J-Dog's the perfect example. If you're going over here spitting that gangster stuff and you're doing all this, like you say you are... Eventually, somebody's going to test it. And, and um, I remember going to the Bricks with J-Dog, and he'll bring me over there. And at first, people have a crazy look and stuff like that. And then now, man, I I done recently went to, like, put some air in my tire, change my tire out, and I happened to be in Acres' homes. There's a dude sitting on Swingers, man, and they're just jamming my song. And I'm just like, damn, the way they embrace me now is crazy. But it's because J-Dog broke that barrier for me. Yeah. I honestly feel like J-Dog broke it. <clears throat> like, okay, this is not just the Mexican artist. This is us. This is him like this, he's speaking for us. You know what I'm saying? He's speaking for the the slums and the and the people that are going through it. And that's what I honestly feel like it was good to link up with somebody like J Dog, because I just didn't come in there all oh, Mexican rap. I never even embraced that um that title because I felt like I was just speaking for people in general, like anybody that was going through yeah. Yeah. those times. And, and it's funny
0: you bring up J Dog because I was telling him, I was like, when I first got introduced to your music, and when I first started hearing you. I was like, hold on, man. Who is this guy? He sounds like the Mexican j Dog." Mm-hmm. But, but then yeah, I started like, hearing like more yeah. of your music. And like I said, that I, 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 one of my favorite songs right now is that Purple in my Fanta song. And your delivery on that bitch is wild. Like yeah. it's, So just to see you being able to ride the beat in every fucking way you want it is pretty fucking dope.
2: For sure. And what's crazy about that is because every single person I've ever collabed with, man, I done collabed with a lot of people uh little jeremy and 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 Boston George, and all these dudes they look at it, and one time little Jeremy had left the mic on and was like, "Hey, I'm right here uh finishing up this feature, and uh I'll be done at first. I come in as a feature. They look at it like, Oh, I'm just getting my album together doing Uncrowned King. They look at me as a feature, but afterwards, Jeremy didn't leave that studio right after he left. We was chilling. Um, man, bro, you hard man. When he heard the song, that plug talk, that who would have thought that a nigga made a living off of hustling all these boats? He was like, man, bro, you 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 got some man. And that same time, follow me on Instagram and and show me love and was chopping it up with me for a long time. Same thing with Boston George. I walked in, hey, what's up, man? I'm easy. I've been lit. I fuck with you, Boston George, and da da da. And they're just like, oh, okay, okay. Man, after that, same thing, man. When I did the hook, he was like, man, talk your shit, bro. Talk your... Because they know, man, I'm coming with some. All I say is, you ain't got to show me that love. I don't want you to. Let me earn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I do. I'm going to earn every single thing so nobody can ever say, man, this dude came in here asking for a handout. Anybody I've ever worked with, I say, you know what? Come on, let's get it. Because afterwards, I'm going to turn you into a fan. You know? Yeah. yeah you know, going sure. back
1: on what you said about that LA dude saying that... That don't make no fucking sense because Fat Joe says nigga and he's one of the biggest Latin artists in the world. Exactly. He says nigga all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. He even defended himself in interviews and, saying and, and, and he even that he is, don't mean no offense. He's from like, New York. And, and he's from New York. He, yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Is, New York, How can you they even, talk like that. The thing is, is that they, they try to put that barrier on everybody because they want to put blocks in front of everybody. That's but what I'm saying. This is the same guy. Joe that shit.
0: But this is the same guy that told me about we're, we're trying to divide each other when we're trying to fit in into their culture. And it's like, well, Texas people... We fit in this culture. We're not trying to. We fit in because this is how we grew up.
2: Yeah, it's exactly how we grew uh, up.
0: So for him to say that mm-hmm. and then contra- back door and contradict himself to, oh, the white Latino is holding us back. Yeah. Oh, but don't say don't say nigga on your raps though because yeah. you know you're not black. Yeah. Okay, well yeah. you are Latino though. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. Mexican. So what's wrong about representing? And then somebody even said, when you do music, you don't need to rub it on people's face what you are. He's mm-hmm. like, if you're Mexican, okay, you're Mexican. So what? And I was like what's wrong with being proud who you of where you from man yeah. like
1: it, well i mean we we probably rub it in people's faces because we work harder for it
2: I'm gonna tell you that I just hope that that exactly is the truth like I honestly feel like everything I did i wouldn't i had to work ten times harder like you know my girl she's hard as hell and sometimes you know she gets a hard time she and she and she raps yeah. she raps no, she hard rap, like
1: hip hop yeah
2: and then what yeah. i what I said is she gets she sometimes she gets I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to tell you like this. It's going to be harder for the people like us because she's rapping something. She ain't just talking about her body, her physical appearance or anything. She's talking some shit that's going to be like, you're going to listen to me for the right reasons. And that's what I feel like with me. A lot of times when I came into the game, they said, oh, that reality rap ain't going to sell, man. Oh, you got to go with the wave. You got to do this. You got to hit yeah. auto-tune. Did I ever try auto-tune? Yeah, I tried it, but I never liked it. Like, as soon as I'm like, man, t- put me on. A regular voice, man, I can't I can't do it. So i have never try to go with the wave because everybody probably thought we was still gonna be wearing tall shirts and and, yeah. and you know, snapping and shit like Lil John had his crunk at one time and all that stuff eventually just that's the that's the wave, man. But when you spit it from the heart, that's just priceless. And I always want I always told myself when I was doing stuff, man, J Dog ain't dropping about eight years. But the love he gets out here when people look at him and embrace him. They look at it like he's a God in his hood, man. So I always told myself, I don't care about the fame or none of that. I just want to be loved by the people, man. I want people to relate to me where they said I helped them through some tough times. Cause I know if I when I put some J Dog on or anything, that would take me to another place that'll be like, man, you know what? I'm not feeling like I was feeling back then. And I done read stuff on YouTube with J Dog's videos and them saying, man, you done saved me from committing suicide or I lost my dad and I put on some J Dog and that's powerful, man. That's yeah. different from you mm-hmm. being um, known for uh, having a catchy song, you know? So I really, on this new music, you're going to hear some crunk stuff, but really, man, I'm ready to tell my story, you know? Like that song like, load.
1: That. like the Load, yeah. Yeah, I why I threw I told it in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. First of, well, sorry. First good, of all, she killed 4AM and H. Yeah, I'm she, gonna she say killed say If you yeah. haven't heard her, listen to that. She fucking killed that hoe. Yeah. yeah. First of all. And then, but second of all, I was going to say... um. Damn, man. I just had it on, on my tongue right there, too, man. Fuck. Uh, what was I going to tell you? Uh, While you think about it, I just want to yeah, say everything you to Everything you said. Damn, it's, I had a good question.
0: Uh, we're talking to MC Magic. And everything you said, he said in his own words. But he was like, I want to make music. I don't want to make music for the moment. He's like, because. It okay. dies. Yeah, he's like, it dies. Yeah. But when that shit comes from the heart, that shit lives forever because other people can relate. So it's the same shit you just said. And, exactly. and it's so fucking it's true. true, bro. It's I true. I know what I was going to say.
1: Um, because you know when you listen to a, to the artists of today and stuff, because I was rapping in a in a in another time too during the Tall T's and all that Haterproof records. We were in the mm-hmm. during the Tall T time and during the that Jack, was the era, Jack and beats. yeah, all that shit, right? And then and then when I you know so so when you hear the newer rappers, right? And me, me us being older dudes, when we hear when we like. Sometimes we don't give a chance to the new rappers because we're like, man, it ain't gonna be for us. It ain't gonna, you know, it ain't gonna be something that I would relate to. It ain't gonna, and then you know, so we don't give it a chance. We don't listen to it. And then when we do listen to it, it's the way they rap is different, and it's just not for me. But then the one thing that I, that I liked about your shit was like. Man, you still had it like H Town style, like the way yeah. it was when we liked it. Yeah. Like you're still on that shit. Yeah. You know? For sure, for Sampling sure. Sampling the dreams to reality, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like your style, like the the kind of lingo you using, the all that shit. It was like, you know, but you threw in people that do the new shit too. You yeah, had South Walker, You had people, but you stayed on your shit. Yeah, I
2: stayed on my style. And then one thing is, like, um, you know, I know y'all probably heard of uh, Lone Star Slabs. They're like a big people in the in the game that they're like. There are another people that driven by family and, and stuff like that. So they blew up in the in the car scene quick. Like right. I remember not even knowing um Lone Star Slab. And then they they popped out for the ESG Samo video. And ever since then, they was at every video, but you see them on everything, Bumbies videos, everybody you could think of from Houston. They're there. So um I remember um OG Chris and um he was at my last show, Uncrowned King, and he looked, I was performing right in four deep. And I was rapping it, and I'm rapping. I'm not even thinking. I'm looking at everybody in the crowd, and I look at him, and he got his hand over his chest, and he's just looking at me. Chris is about probably like, what, 45, 46? About 46, man. And he's looking, and he say, bro, when you had the crowd control you had, this a 46-year-old man, man, looking at me and say, bro... I can feel it. That means something to me, man. Like, yeah. you know, for yeah. somebody older to be able to give me my props means the most. You know, yeah. and what I'm doing is I'm throwing them in there now so people can know how I'm going to be coming. Break the bank that I did with uh, Lucky C. You know, that's my uh, father-in-law. He's He was in the game, too. And um, those songs, I'm throwing in these pain songs so y'all can know how I'm coming. Because pretty soon, that's what it's going to be, a story to tell. Because I got y'all attention now it's time to to tell the story, you know, and that's what I always felt like I always wanted to do. And um, at first, I knew what I had to do. Let me go ahead and gravitate them with this little catchy stuff, but I'm still gonna stay real. Everything I say is the truth. But let me go ahead and start throwing in these little pain songs, and that's what I did, man. You S- know.
0: Since we're here, let's talk about Uncrowned King, man. Yeah. Um That's that's your latest project. It came out what last month? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's barely January. I was like, hold on, I keep getting what confused. Was
1: last when-, month? when did that come out? Four months ago, four months,
0: four, months ago. four, four months ago, four months ago. Um, what kind of reaction are you getting from the people, man?
2: They're loving it, but it's crazy because I'm gonna tell you, man, Uncrowned King. A lot of times, I had this different thing on the picture was gonna be a picture of my little baby boy. Um, you know, on the on the blocks, it was gonna say Uncrowned King, and then him reaching for the crown, it was gonna be God's hand handing him down the crown. But it's crazy because that stuff kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So, excuse me, what happened was I had to go through a a stage in my life where I lost a lot of friends that I was um, chilling, you know, hanging out with and starting off with. And I was in the neighborhood and they loved me to death. They was like, man, Young Easy, man, that's my boy. That's my bro. And this, this and that. As soon as you start leveling up, you start shedding, man. That's what I got to tell you. If you got a couple, if you got a handful of friends, that's awesome. But I'm telling you, when you start reaching a certain level of success, there's only a very few people that are going to congratulate you whenever you're moving up. And I had to experience that the hard way because I'm the type, oh, man, my day ones, I want to be with my day ones, man. Look, that stuff is really not true, man. In my And in, in the way I was doing it, and I had shred a lot of and and a lot of friends that I had every time I was climbing to a new stage, you know, and I had a notice like in my song on the intro, I have Miss Jessica Jeans on there from 979. And she was like, Uncrowned King, how did you come up with it? I say, to me, Uncrowned King is everything God puts you through, the Lord the disappointments, the the friendships that didn't work out. He puts he strips you of everything you're familiar with before he hands you your crown. And that's what I felt. The definition of uncrowned king I had at first wasn't the one I had after I done lost a lot of my friends. You know, like there was this one where they talked about Joseph. You know, I was at this thing and um, I was at a sermon in church where I was at a sermon in church when they were talking about Joseph and the brothers that were jealous of him and 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 almost got him killed. You know, and, and he had a vision and, you know, when he was in he was in the cell and he just felt like God had forgot about him. And that one of the one of the um, ones that were a prisoner went and they said, hey, man, I knew Joseph had a vision. He just forgot about him. Joseph had a vision. They went and brought him. And he ended up becoming, you know, one of his chosen. And he had the chance to, A, went back and visited his brothers to either, you know, uh, um, you know, do whatever he wanted to do. He could have killed them if he wanted to, but nah, he he didn't. He let him make it. That's why I said in my verse, I felt like Joseph from the Bible always had the vision. uncrowned king, I didn't know, but had a feeling. His brother switched on him too. Yeah, I know the feeling, but there's anybody coming for a boss position. And that's what I felt like. Like I felt... The amount of betrayal I felt was just like, man, I can't believe y'all would do this to me. I fed y'all. I let y'all come into my house and and do everything, man. I let y'all, I trusted y'all with everything. And God knew what he was doing by, like, by, you know, separating me from these people. So I learned a lot and I'm focused now, man. I feel like, honestly, I was at the point of giving up. With everything I was losing, man, I was losing so much that I honestly said, man, this can't be it. But, you know, every closed door is meant for it to close. Don't try to reopen it because it's going to be the same drama. You got to just trust it. You got to trust that God knows exactly what he's doing, even if it feels abnormal, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. Right. Don't they say like whenever... uh when your life is uncomfortable, that's God working. That's God working you know and leveling you up, man. And I honestly felt like when I was going through
2: everything I was going through, man, I was always questioning God like and that's what I came up with that break the bank. You know, um on my one of the on the last verse I said, I done betrayed too many times, no feelings. Contemplated suicide, the Lord my witness, voice in my head say, Get up. You done made it too far, can't give up. And I know I can't. But I'm caught between a rock and the hard place I just hope when I die I see God face But how you finna judge some shit I fell a victim to He knew exactly where he put me That's what the trenches do Young niggas out there robbing shit they shouldn't do But he just want that Gucci shirt and them Gucci shoes Though it's time then they lock us in the cage, nigga Repeated cycle cemented in our brains, nigga Dodging death and it's really hard to concentrate Nobody wake up knowing I'ma die today And that's the shit that make a nigga stay strapped God, baby got to make sure that I make it back you know so that's what I honestly felt yeah. like man I felt like I done been through it all man God like it, it I done been through it to this last time where I was like God if you get me through this I know for a fact man I'm blessed because I done been through it all man you know I done been through so much in this last year I honestly felt 2020 was the worst especially with the corona and everything going on but it was honestly the best year to me, 2020 was the best year. Towards the last two months, that's the way God works. He'll have you all these obstacles going on, messing up, and then the last two months, He'll make up for the, everything He puts you through. Yeah, you know. So that's all what that I being felt. all
1: that last year being real hard like that pulled out a lot of creativity out of people. Oh, it pulls out we so were much. All put on pause. Like, mm-hmm. don't leave your house. Don't be out. Don't be. And it's like all you have is your thoughts. Is your thoughts? Shit.
2: Mm-hmm. You know What I'm saying to
1: be creative. That's right. Yeah. We got more creative. Creators create. Yeah, well, that's one thing that you create. can never take from us. If you're a creator, you're gonna create. You're gonna create, you know and saying? you're gonna and,
2: and whatever and whatever it is, you're gonna adapt. You know, so I honestly feel like if if 2020 didn't bring out the hustler in you, then then I don't know what can. Nothing you will. Know? Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing will, will because will. one thing I honestly felt too was, you know. Um, God, you know, there's going to be some obstacles, but a lot of people, what they think is, oh, man, I got stuck in this obstacle. Man, no, you, you failed the test. He's going to throw some stuff in front of you, but... What's a life without no obstacles? So a lot of times when them when them come, you got to know it's part of the plan instead of getting discouraged. Because I see a lot of people, oh, man, you know, stuff didn't go my way. Man, it's not meant to go your way all the time. It's meant to have faith whenever you feel like you shouldn't have faith. And that's what I honestly can say to anybody that's going through it or anything. You got to have that faith to be able to know that. There's your greater days are still out in front of you, man. You know, so that's yeah. honestly what it was with me. It was a lot of losing and a lot of stuff going on that I didn't see nothing going my way. And, and it was just like, I'm blessed, man. I'm being, I'm able to honestly say that I, I made it, you know, yeah. to a certain level in my that, life where I'm happy and content
1: with. And that album was good. It was well-rounded good. It was just, man, like I said, the more I listen to it, the more songs I'm like, oh, I like that. one. I thought I liked that one. Now I really like that one. Now I really, mm-hmm. It's like every time you hear it, it's like there's a new one that you... You know what I'm saying? I was fucking with the load so much that I wasn't letting the other ones go. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, I went to the gym where I let it go all the way through because, you know, I'm in there for an hour, two hours or something. I let that whole go all the way through. I jammed all the way through and I was just like, then I discovered another gym. Oh shit, 4 a.m. in the age. Now that's my new shit. <laughs> now You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, it just goes to show you like, that, it's just such a good album, bro. And I don't think we're nowhere near seeing the best that you're going to put out. The best, out. exactly. You know, there's still so much. There's still so you know, much to go and, and so and so many
2: so many other things that and honestly I've always felt like I had kids young, seventeen years old. So, you know, I'm twenty-four right now. And I honestly felt like a lot of people would be like, Man, you gotta be out there as a rapper. You gotta be at these clubs, you gotta be doing this, you gotta be popping bottles. Hey DJ, my name's Young Easy, play this song, do this and that. Honestly, man, I have not stepped foot in a club unless I'm Paid to go there, perform to go there, you know, performing there. And I honestly felt like, you know, he knew exactly what I was doing. Man, I'm taking care of my children. So whatever this is, this is, you know, this is what I'm, this is a priority. I'm always getting made of. So when I come and step out, everybody's still showing love. Like if I'm out here in these clubs or something, but it's just the fact whenever I do come out, I show out and I make people remember something.
1: I think with that mindset you're gonna last a lot longer too. For sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you know, people start getting the the popularity. They now they're talking to the certain kind of bitches. They got the money coming. They got they a get fan distracted. base. Yeah, and so it'll distraction. start going that wrong direction and before you know you lose everything you've you lose been, working everything you been working for. Everything you've been working for, man. Honestly, so, that's you know, that's for the... you to think that way, especially at twenty four. Twenty four, man. Yeah. Yo. At twenty four I was fucked. Up out here, you know what yeah, I'm everything you say we shouldn't do, we <laughs> were doing. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, so I mean, just uh, for you to think that way, I just, I, that man, that your future's bright, bro. For sure, yeah, you know what for, I'm sure for sure, for sure. I think I just, for me personally, as a fan, man, I would love to see you link with a lot of the other popular, you know, Mexicans this year, like and and like you know, unify and use bring your popularity and their popularity and and make this thing bigger for us too, man. Yeah, it'll would,
2: definitely, it'll definitely come. Like, s- trust me, man, I'm all in and I'm all for it. But um, a lot of times too, man, I, I've linked it with the uh, peso peso on my last album. Uh, yeah, on Crown yeah, that's King. right. I heard that one. But um, you know, a lot of times too, it's just like, hey, I'm a humble person. I'm willing to work. A lot yeah. of these people too. That have a certain type of fan base, um, they don't wanna put their guards down. They wanna be egotistical and be like, that. oh man,
1: you know, duh. I'm like, Especially man, look for bro. interviews, bro. Yeah, I'm it's not. It's like, I'm, damn, man, we trying to let you talk about your shit. Like, yeah, man. What you think? What am yeah. I getting out of this shit? It's <laughs> your interview. Exactly, man. That's what I honestly
2: feel like. A lot of people, they don't wanna put their guard down. Yeah. And, and they don't wanna make it seem like, oh man, I don't gotta work with this. So I don't wanna, man, look, bro, I don't work with Big Tony before too. Like, we got a song called 187. We did that deep cover. That was a oh, that tight. was a hit, man. That one Damn. right there was a hit. Everything I drop, I got so many songs, man, and just ready to go. And it's just like, I'm not done yet. I don't feel done yet. I don't feel like, man, I got so much more music going on. 24, you got Need to be with
1: Coast, man. Coast.
2: Fuck for with real? Young right Easy, man. Right Coast.
1: <laughs> we need yeah, Coast and Young Easy on some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get with Garza. Get with Crystal Poppin'. Yeah, you know what I'm man,
2: man, man, Crystal's live in the mud, cool man. cool as hell. Crystal's live. I got, I got a song with GT. Um, Um. you know, but we got we gotta get some more in. That's yeah. the brother, that's the homie too, man. Yeah, we perform at Day of Unity the first time and he bright and we was like, some dude, it was crazy because I seen this one guy that was talking a whole bunch of mess about GT Garza and he was in there passing out his CD as soon as GT see me. I mean, uh, yeah, uh GT Garza, he was like, hey, bro, I'm about to perform. Go with me on the stage. But I remember I'm like, bro, like that's what thing about people, man. They feel like yeah. somebody owes them something, man. Nobody owes you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. GT Garza worked hard for his spot. You could find a video when he's 13 man. years
1: old, yeah, rapping with when he had the braces and shit and everything. That's like, what, GT's been putting in work, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's like why he, he's that's hard. Why, that's the reason why he was so high on our list. He didn't have more plays than half the people. Like the people on the top. He's just a pioneer. And he had been since me, our time rapping and constantly putting out projects and never stop, bro. Still to today puts out projects. Yeah. Co- like dog, the work ethic is crazy. His work ethic. You can't is can't long. Deny Trying him. to put
0: other people on as well exactly. with, with, with
1: the artists. You know?
0: So let me ask you this, how do you feel about the list? You think you were placed
1: right? Man, I think be, I be was honest, placed. With I think <laughs> I was placed pretty good, man. Number eight's cool. Like I think like people, I, people forget that it's like uh, uh sorry to cut you off right there. But I think people forget that it's like it might be twenty, but there's thousands and thousands and thousands of motherfuckers out Yeah, here, for bro. real,
2: for real. I honestly feel like I was at a thing, um, at a uh, video shoot, and homie that shoots the uh, video uh, the videos for y'all, uh, I forgot what his name was. I didn't get to get his name, but he's the one that told me about I made the list. He was like, hey, my, G-Man. G-Man. There G-man. you go. G-Man. Shout out G-Man, yeah, man. Yeah, G-Man. Yeah. He was telling me, hey, bro, they put you on number eight. I'm, I said, man, that's badass, bro. And I told myself, I say, hey, um, I'm blessed to even be on the list. I tell myself like that, I'm good with number eight, you know what I'm saying? We're going to shoot for the number one, you know, here yeah. soon. That's sure. the way, right? Work harder. Like work hard. That's what I'm yeah. Work, work
1: hard. Work hard. You know, I mean, come on. You know, you're talking about, when you talk about, like, the first person on there, Snow, I mean, she's a colossal.
2: Yeah, so, man, and then uh, I got to be able to perform with Snow the product. And one thing I like about her energy is... You know, she's like a rock star, man. You know what I'm saying? Like she performs and she gets crunk. She's throwing out water to the fans. I'm talking about just going crazy. And I'm just like, man, I'm I'm proud to be able to witness something like that. Like a, you know, a, a Latina being able to to do something like that and reach the barriers she did. Like people were like Snow the product. They're going crazy over. It. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I got to perform there, and there was not a lot of people that got to perform besides the people that she brought. And it was awesome. It was an awesome experience to be able to perform with Snow the Product. It was cool, man. I got to perform right before she came out. And everything that she does is live. Fans knowing her stuff word for word. A female Mm -hmm. artist that doesn't rap about, you know, Again, her body parts
1: and stuff like that. She's rapping some shit. She's yeah, like, she can actually rap, you know. And I'm yeah. just
2: like, yeah, she can rap. She's yeah. not basic. and, yeah.
1: and Snow's you know? another one that's like proud to say I'm Latin, bro. And she, she ain't and scared always her. says yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she like politics wise speaks up on it. Just anything, bro. Like she always stands up for that culture, man. Yeah. Like, and she's not like you know like let me hide behind that shit. She's she's always proud of it, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, you know, that just goes show you the biggest art, one of the biggest Latin artists out right now. It's proud to be Latin yeah. for anybody to be saying, you know, you know, trying to hide behind that word or something or let's not label ourselves. Or na- There's nothing wrong with it, bro. You know how many Latin people are in the world? It's a lot of it's a lot of fucking Latin people <laughs> in this world, bro. You know what I'm saying? More than any, we're probably not, we're probably the there's probably more Latin people now than any other race these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for us to even feel like we need to hide behind that shit, it's just not, They don't even make sense no more. Yeah, man. You know? Snow the
2: Snow the product, man. She's the truth. She's the truth. Shout yeah. out Snow the product, man. Hopefully in the future we get one in. That'll be cool. Were y'all you able know? to talk after that show? Um, nah, we didn't really get to talk, man. But um, she, she felt the presence. I know she, uh, she, one she, thing yeah. is I stand out, man. So every time I'm doing something, I gotta go hard. Like, it was just the verse I did too. So, I mean. You know, that's a, definitely a person in the future I would like to work with. You know, and, and honestly, yeah. she she got something, man. She's she's going, she's in it for the long run. You know,
1: who are some others like manifest right quick? What's some people you want to work with? And, uh, like man, I'm in the atmosphere. Man,
2: I'm a man. Like everything I ever manifested into work, and I want to work with. Like, I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel like I want to work with a uh, you know money bag yo and stuff like that. Okay. You know, my one thing guys, um we already done. Did it, you know? Shout out the people that I just know. You know, one of my friends was talking about us doing a big show here soon because he knows that I can put it up. He's like, man, let's try to get Yellow Beezy out here um, to come out here and perform and, and stuff like that. Do the venue, get everything you got to do, and let's get Yellow Beezy or somebody like yeah. Boosie or some. Oh, Boosie, yeah. I want to work with Boosie, you know. Man, so, um,
1: all people that I can see you really rapping with, like, I, you can hold it with these people. Yeah, you know, man, you know little. Y'all are in the same.
2: In the same you know, like category. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boosie, definitely, man. I want to work with Boosie. And um, my boys like, hey, man, you know, we can get either Boosie or Yellow Beezy out here. Look what they charge, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. So I'm like, man, bro, that's awesome, man, to be able to have, have you people. you worked with Bum B? Um, yeah, I have not worked with Bum Bum B. Bum B, yeah. Bum B's cool. Yeah, I want to get Bum B out there. Bum B, I want to work definitely with Bum B, man. Um honestly, I took one out the bucket list that I ever wanted to perform with. I did some stuff for Ronnie Spencer. Ronnie Spencer's OG, man. man. (laughs) Ronnie Spencer is like, I remember listening to him, you know, that one day you hear, and and man, man, it's just like Ronnie Ronnie hit me one time. We're performing at this uh the light up show, and Ronnie was like, I know you got, I know you got space for me on your set huh i said man that's crazy hell yeah ronnie come on man we went in and ronnie's ronnie's og man so he was letting me listen to some unreleased pimp c verses and shit and it's just a blessing to be able to um ronnie was definitely on the bucket list man and that was like honestly a thing where i was just like ronnie spencer man and then you know renetta um Renetta was another person um uh, that I've always wanted to work with and she just became like family she became like you know coming over to Christmas and New Year's cool. and stuff like that and her my and my family
0: don't even come over for Christmas yeah, yeah <laughs> man and, <laughs> and
2: uh Renetta definitely a talented artist mm-hmm. and her and my uh her and my girl, uh, my girl Casaree, man, she's super, super hard. They done linked up and got some hard stuff coming yep. out. We had, uh, we honestly got a show coming tomorrow, um, with the uh, Ronnie Spencer and and Kazire, Renetta. We're gonna be, have a show at the Scott Bar tomorrow, so we're gonna be yep. doing that. So yeah, Ronnie's definitely a legend. I always wanted to work with and. To be having these people at the fingertips, you know, and I don't ever abuse the number and go, oh, calling them all the time, but yeah. to be able to reach out to whoever I want to reach out girl. in Houston feels like it's a blessing, a blessing right? man. It's a blessing.
1: How do you, have you ever thought about working with uh, South Park Mexican kids? Uh,
2: man, I, honestly, man, Carly's doing some real good shit, good stuff, it's man. She's dope, man. Carly's dope. I, I, uh, Carly, and then she got her show that she's doing that she invited me and my girl to come to. Um, oh. I think it's uh, something with the dope house. i like I the can't little thing called, yeah. I can't remember, but she's oh, on at to the something, house. uh yeah, yeah, at the, house. Yeah. yeah, at the house and and she's honestly a a person, that I'm like, oh yeah, man, she's cool, I can see myself doing something with her, and um, and the the concept she has for the show i I, I wish nothing but success, I feel like she's onto something with that, you know
1: yeah, yeah. she she's a she's a uh, she kind of slowed down On the music But she stayed in the media Yeah like, I like, like that Her bag changed a little but She still That's yeah. why I think she. Did, that's
2: why She's good at rapping But that's why I feel like She will forever Like like, just like with Lucky Luciano, like, he's good at rapping, but you try a different avenue of, of money yeah, right, and you right. go and do the the webisode with his family and all yeah. that. Like, to me, that stuff's going to last for a lifetime. Like, yeah. pretty soon when people start seeing how many followers and how many people are watching those shows, sometimes he gets over 8,000, 9,000 uh, 9, yeah. views in a, in a couple of hours. I'm like, bro, it ain't too soon before, you know... Um, I wish nothing but success for people. You know, um, E reach out to him and try to give him a real show on on a cable or something like. Oh, sometimes yeah. you gotta, yeah, you, you know, right. when he's onto something. So, um, Lucky Luciano's another person that I've always wanted to work with, and Lucky Luciano was like, "Man, you hard." You got Same the track day, with him, right? Yeah, uh, having things. Me and Luck, and then he put me on his album with the song called uh, Smile." It's like a Tupac uh, sample. And um, lucky Luciano, man, I got to go out to his house before, you know, right when we're meeting. A on um on um Halloween was like, hey, bro, come over to my party. Invited me over there, man. Luckily, lucky's the truth, and he taught me how to get that digital money, man. Shout shout out, lucky Luciano, man. Yeah, if you're cool
1: with lucky, then it's for sure you can get with coast. Oh yeah, man. (laughs) Right hand, right there. Yeah, yeah. Lucky's always rolling.
2: And then, oh man, how can I forget? I mean, I done did, that's why I said, like, I can honestly say that I've done so much, like Lil Bing to me would forever be one of the hardest Latin rappers, yeah, man. Sure. Yep. Lil Bing is super, super hard and me and Lil Bing even got a track. I remember back man. in the day I would be jamming to Lil Bing and my cousin from uh Southeast, you know, uh, we call him J-Rider He's from Telephone And he'd be like Man cuz You need to get a song With Bing And he told me That house party When I was like 12 years old And he was And ever since then I was like Man Bing was uh Another person Who I liked the way He rapped Because he didn't Sound Mexican He sounded like A a perfect blend Of being from The neighborhood yeah. And he's from Southeast You know He's from Engrando And he just had That whole star presence And he had the um, He had the voice Excuse me He had the voice He had everything So when me and him got a track in, I was just like, man, what else? Like, I mean, there's yeah. just so much that I've already done and and um honestly, man, me and him did that one uh Pharaoh um I think it's called um um uh, something birds to stone or something like that or some uh some street military beat, man, and that boy right there, man, Bing is a fool, man. I, and he's forever gonna hold that crown to me. And that's one thing I do is I pay homage to the ones before me. And I honestly feel like that's a hard that's some hard shoes to fill. And and if Bing didn't get he, you know, uh took out the rap games as early as he did, I feel like he would be um on a whole nother level yeah. man
1: yeah I, I think yeah. we all feel the, the same on that one
2: because Bing was was doing stuff he was already you know doing stuff with uh SPM he was telling yeah. me how he was gonna be the first Mexican dude ever to be on a screw tape and then right. screw died like the next week after ta- after he told him to have the conversation the next week screw ended up dying so the, and that boy Bing really got to uh he's really a person that I really looked up to in the rap game and and to be able to talk to him and stuff like that is a blessing, man. be able to chop sure, up sure. game with him. And he even he told me, he said, man, you hard in the mug, bro. I ain't going to lie. You holding it down out there for us, bro. That's Take us to another level. And I was like, I got it, man. Sure.
1: You think we'll ever see you and your family do some Lucky Luciano type stuff?
2: Man, definitely, man. I have you a- I some have both
1: entertainers? Yeah, I was about to say. I, don't <laughs> know. I have some
2: crazy <laughs> stories, man. I got the- Honestly, like, my little- um, Y'all gonna hear about him soon, man. His name's Lil Tatum. He's an eight-year-old boy, man. And he raps. And it's crazy because this little kid, I'll be tripping out. I say, man, it's crazy how I don't even be looking for stuff. And God will place um, you know, them in my life. Cazare is like, she was in, oh, I can rap when I first met her, and she was so beautiful. I was just like, man, let me hear how she raps. And she raps like so hard. Then her son knows how to rap and dance. So we just recently made a song to that little Bow Wow basketball. And, um, that boy right there, he's, he's cold. We're going to shoot a video. You're going to definitely, uh, hear something from me and him. And then, um, I was rapping, I was doing this verse, and I had my little four-year-old little girl, she can't say no words yet, but she was out there rapping and stuff, you know, so it was crazy to be able to see her rap and be on point, she ain't saying no words, but she's on the melody the whole time, and I'm just like, definitely y'all gonna see a webisode here coming, man, you're gonna have some webisodes, and definitely, they're they're, they're cool, there's some cool kids, and and uh, a lot of TV. talent, yeah. yeah, yeah. Young Chiara Easy TV, TV yeah. you know I, mean? yeah. I
1: think for being sure. your age and exactly where you're at right now, like man, you got. I got some. sky's the limit, yeah, for you right the limit man.
2: Straight definitely, you know definitely.
0: So, shit, man. Um, first, we want to say thanks again for yeah, for making making time for bro, us. Man. For uh, th- sure. This has been dope. You know, we we we've been talking about you know having you on, and we finally ma- you know made it happen. Uh, and again, Uncrowned King, available on all streaming yes, uh, all streaming services. And uh, any upcoming projects that should be on the lookout?
2: Be on the lookout for uh Kazere. Um, she got her album coming called Legacy. It's a, it's gonna be an EP, not an album. Sorry, um, got a, a a project coming, man. Legacy. It's gonna be awesome. And she's the truth, bro. Anything she's dropping, dropping fire. Yeah. Sometimes she pushes me to the limits to the point where I'm like, you know what? Man, I gotta go harder. <laughs> for real. That's so true, y'all yeah. look out for it, man. And y'all follow me on Instagram, you know, Young Easy N S C. Y O U N G E A S Y N S C Man. The
0: camera. So Right here. You'll find yeah. it right here. Yeah. yeah, y'all look me up. Yeah, yeah. They didn't let me
2: put the uh dollar S on there. So y'all just put the regular S Young Easy N S C. Young Easy yeah. N S C once again. Thank so Jay you. J so Vaz coming,
1: man. I know. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, but you did, and you for know. For sure, man,
2: no doubt. I'm I'm glad to be here with y'all I guys, that, man. I think
1: that uh, that that uh, not only on top of the talent, but with this interview, people will see the personality of Young Easy. So yeah. for sure, that, for sure. How much you really had to do to be where you're at? You know. What I I'm can't
2: saying? wait to see the interview, bro. It's gonna be uh, live. It's gonna man. be dope,
0: man. It's man. gonna be dope. Once again, it's J Vass, are watching content, content creators.
2: creators. Yeah.